Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. My son went and checked out his first major show since, you know, he's a teenager. He's been to Justin Bieber when he was much younger, but. Went to Post Malone, and it was his first uh, hip-hop show. So he asked me about my first hip-hop show and my first concert in general. Way different. This the podcast. Just a bit of a contrast. From what I'm used to, I usually have to talk fast. Because there's four people sharing the mic. But this is just me, so I say whatever I like. It might be serious. Sometimes it might be funny. Sometimes you'll scratch your head and say, Ryan is such a dummy, but it's just me. I ain't got no help. This is Brian Grimes. And I'm talking to myself. It is Brian Grimes. It is my podcast. And I am talking to myself. Last week, my son uh, went down, I guess over, not down, to Tampa to check out uh, Post Malone. Uh, Post Malone and Sway Lee. And they had somebody else opening for him. Uh, I did not get to go because it was on a weeknight. So it's a school night for me. So I got to skip a lot of uh, stuff that I would normally get to check out. But I did not get to check out because... It was a school night, so my son went over for his uh, his uh, first hip-hop show, his first major show, actually, since he's kind of a little bit older. He has been to some other shows in the past. I took him to see Demi Lovato uh, at the House of Blues when he was much younger. You know, he was a kid. He was into the, to just music in general. Um, I took him to see Justin Bieber back in the day. Now, that was a big show. That was at the old uh, Orlando Arena back before they leveled it, uh, and it became the Amway Center. But, again, he was a lot younger. Uh, I want to say maybe he was... Maybe maybe five, five years old, maybe. Um, and so now that he's older, he's 14 now, this is like the first show he's been to where he's kind of grown. He's kind of an adult-ish, even though he's only 14. Um, it's Post Malone. And, and from every account, he said it was an amazing show. He said it was awesome. Uh, he, he just couldn't believe how, how great the show was. He said he loved every single second of it, and he wants to go back to as many shows as he possibly can, which is cool. Um, especially because he's trying to be a little SoundCloud rapper and everything. Uh, and Post Malone came from that. So it kind of shows that, look, it, it can happen. Now, it is a long shot, and there's lots of things that have to happen in the music industry for you to hit because there's a lot of good people that don't make it and a lot of really piss poor people that do make it. Um, but still, it shows that you start from somewhere, you do your thing, and, and maybe it catches on, and maybe people start to dig it. So. Hopefully he sticks with that. Oh, by the way, if you want to check out his uh, SoundCloud hits, just search Young Clout on SoundCloud, uh, and you can grab those. They're also available on iTunes, anywhere you get your music. Uh, Young Clout is his hip-hop name. He's got two tracks out right now. Uh, Anyway, so he was asking me about my first show. And uh, originally, I started thinking about like the first major concerts that I've been to. Uh, But then I started thinking about, okay, well, my first live show was not a major concert. Um, it was actually at a little nightclub in a strip mall in Altamont Springs, which fast forward to now has been turned into a dry cleaner. But that's neither here nor there. So there was this bottle club, and I, I wasn't old enough to drink back then. This was in the like late, late, late 80s, maybe very early 90s. I would say 89, 90. Um, so I wasn't old enough to drink. I was still in high school. Uh, but there was a bottle club, and I had no idea what it meant. But you brought your own liquor, I guess, and they would give you mixers that you would buy. 
I guess that's how it works. And that's how you could drink after hours because there is like a cutoff where you can't buy alcohol anymore. So if you have a real alcohol problem and you don't want to just go home and drink, you bring your liquor to the club, the bottle club, and they'll turn it into a drink for you, I guess. Um, actually, not a terrible premise. I don't know if they still exist or not. Now that I drink, I don't know. Um, so it used to be a bottle club. And then somehow or other, this uh, the guy who owned it decided he would try to turn it into kind of not necessarily a teen club because you had to be like, you know, 16, 17, 18, which I know you're a teenager at that point, but kind of like a young adult club, I guess. Um, so he started kind of messing around with that uh, earlier in the evening and um, turned it into like a, a nightclub. And clubs were different back then. There wasn't like the downtown club scene like there is now and all that stuff. So uh, I don't even know how we happened upon it. I think we just happened to be hanging out around there and saw it and went to it one night. So we met the guy, the owner uh, who was doing this. And he, you know, we had a group of like maybe 10. So he's like, oh, that's kind of a, a large group at the time. So we went in and we hung out. The next week he invited us back. We went in and hung out. We brought a couple more people, a couple more people. And then it kind of grew into this big thing. And then he, you know, big time, just like club owners do and, you know, acted as if we ain't help him build that stuff. But whatever. It was his money. It was his club. There was no alcohol involved because it didn't even have a liquor license anyway because it was a damn bottle club. All they had was a bunch of juice behind the bar. Maybe some soda. Um, so anyway, that became Hot Nine, the nightclub, and we used to go there all the time. Uh, I was not good at dancing, although I thought that I was good at dancing because I thought I was going to be like Vanilla Ice-ish. Um, so I probably embarrassed myself more than once. I didn't really have the money to buy clothes to look nice at a nightclub. And I'm not even sure what the club scene looked like um, in 89, 90. Uh, anyway, I think a whole lot of um, pegged baggy pants, maybe kid and play style. Um, and everyone tried to dance kid and play style, whatever. So I went and hung out all the time. Um, I was not wildly popular. I was kind of on the wall, if I remember correctly, most of the time. But... One night we got there, and they were having a performance. And it is the first time I'd ever seen a live performance by an artist. Uh, and the guy's name was Chill C. And it was Chill C and Gary G. And we got there, and we were hanging out, and we were there a little early um, because I don't know why. <laughs> we are just hanging around. And so they were kind of loading out their stuff. I mean, they didn't have roadies or anything. I guess they're boys probably helping them load out their stuff. Um, and so we introduced ourselves. And he's like, yeah, yeah, you know, we're doing a show here tonight and everything. And it was cool. Um, and I remember he had, uh, at night, of course, the dark glasses. Because he looked, he looked very um, old school easy e ish with, like, the dark glasses and the little curl. Uh, he had a black satin jacket. I remember that. Um, and uh, he gave me a vinyl. A copy of a vinyl. This is back before I even knew how to DJ or started DJing or any of that stuff. He gave me a copy of a vinyl, uh, and I remember the label. It was an orange label, and it said State Records on it. Um, and it was printed in Orlando, uh, and it was Chill C and Gary G, and the song was Jungle Dame. And that was his hit single. And I actually found it online. So I'm going to play this for you. This is so different from what hip-hop is today, but this is the first person that I ever saw at a live show. Uh, it is Chill C and Gary G. And the song is called Jungle Day. Very simple bass line. Very simple bass line. Oh, a little breakdown. Alright, here comes the, the vocals. Chelsea, Gary G, Jungle Day, my first show at Hotline in Altamont. Went to a party, met a fly dame. Now it's time for the Chelsea game. Say hello, my dear, how do you do? You look pretty fly and blue. She said, 
said, hi, my name is Sheila. Won't you buy me a shot of tequila? She was the hottest, no other And who knew I'd go on to love tequila? No joke. She had one drink after the other. I said, I'll take you home to your mother. I remember it now. I live alone, so let's go. I was addicted. I couldn't say no. She told me things I thought I was insane. She was wild. She's a jungle dame. So anyway, that was my first uh, live show. <laughs> She'll see Gary G. Uh, Jungle Dame was the name of the song. Also, actually, I guess the first vinyl that I ever got uh, was that, I mean, not that I ever bought, but that I ever got was, was Chelsea and Gary G. Uh, Jungle Dame. So my son's uh, concert experience, obviously, much cooler than mine. Although I remember it like it was yesterday. I'm going to go online and buy this record. I just want it for my, my nostalgic purposes. But it was so simple. Hip-hop was so simple back then. Like, it's not the same way now. But also, imagine how much effort they had to go through. Like, you can make fun of that song and Chelsea and Gary G all you want. But it's not like today. It's not like today where you go and you, you know, put together some beats or whatever uh, on your computer and then you record it and then you upload it onto SoundCloud and just like that you're able to share it they had to go and make this in an actual recording studio no digital reel-to-reel type stuff then they had to go get it pressed like vinyl press somewhere you couldn't just upload it online somewhere and say hey go check this out and then they had to hustle on the streets and go pass it out and sell it now they gave me mine and I remember he signed it with a ballpoint pen I wish to god I could find it but I can't. But I'm going to buy the the, uh, the original anyway and just put it with my vinyl collection. So, But think of the difference now. Like I, I'm partners in a recording studio now, uh, Custom Make Records uh, in Lee, uh, Longwood. My boy uh, Fluid, uh, a.k.a. Anthony James. Look us up on uh, social media if you're looking to record. Uh, he's uh, an amazing engineer, puts together uh, amazing beats. Uh, Jay Lamont, Kuko, uh, all you know, record there. Great guys. Great studio. Check it out. But... You could do that now. Back then, you couldn't. You had to go through all of the the actual reel to reel, work hard. Uh, if you hopefully you know somebody. If not, you got to pay probably a lot of money to get into a studio and then get it pressed. Not easy to do. So you can make jokes about the song all you want, but whatever. You, you want to hear some more of it? Of course you do. Why would you not want to hear some more of it? I want to hear some more of it. I need more vocals though. Where's Gary G? And Chelsea at? Scroll right through here. Oh, there we go. Anyway, anyway, anyway. So that was my my first uh, live show that I ever went to. Not my first major concert, though. My first major concert that I ever went to was Bon Jovi. That's right, Bon Jovi at the old Orlando Arena back in the day. Um, And this was before Ticketmaster.com. So you couldn't just go online and buy your tickets on Ticketmaster.com. We actually went and waited outside all night behind Specs Records and Tapes in a Walmart plaza in Sanford. Uh, to get our tickets to go see Bon Jovi. So I went and saw Bon Jovi. It was uh, the tour where the, uh, he had this big like scaffolding system that came down from the ceiling, and he kind of talked and uh, sang above everybody all the way around the front part of the arena. We didn't get like the floor seats. Uh, we kind of got like off to the side, but it was my first uh, major show. A bunch of my friends and I went. Um, and then from there, it was actually uh, for a long time just a bunch of hair bands. I went and saw Poison twice. Um, I saw Poison at the um, Daytona Beach Ocean Center. Back in the day, Lita Ford and Brittany Fox opened for them. If you have uh, Sirius XM and you ever listen to Hair Nation, you'll you'll hear some of these bands. Uh, so they opened for them. So I, I went with my friend Sean. 
we that was like we were the original sweet life of Zach and Cody, by the way, because his parents would uh, get us like hotel rooms when we stayed places and they would just kind of leave us there to stay by ourselves and they would get their own room. So uh, we went and stayed at the Holiday Inn in Daytona before the Poison Show because we were going to go to the Poison Show that night. Um, and so we kind of just went and kind of bounced around outside the Daytona Beach Ocean Center during the day. Um, and we saw, you know, kind of a small crowd of people starting to form. Uh, and then this uh, doom buggy pulls up. And in the doom buggy is Brett Michaels from Poison. Um, and I believe it was Pam Anderson. I'm pretty certain it was Pam Anderson with him. She wasn't super famous at the time, uh, but she was with him. Uh, and he pulls up and he just starts talking to all the, the you know, the crowd about how uh, he got pulled over in the dunes uh, on the dune buggy with Pam Anderson and they wrote him a ticket or whatever. And he kind of hung out for a little while. And I remember we had him sign um, the notepad that we took from the hotel room. So I had a uh, Brett Michaels autograph on a Holiday Inn notepad uh, for the longest time. And then so we went inside uh, the, that night and saw them. But we went back to the, um, to the hotel, went all the way up to the top floor. And we were in eighth grade. Uh, at the time, I think I was in eighth. I think Sean was in seventh. So we had no business being in a hotel bar, but we took the the uh, the uh, elevator all the way up to the top, thinking, "Ah, oh, we'll see what's up here." And we saw a bunch of guys with long hair. They looked like you know hairband guys. So we just kind of went over and we sat at the bar. We're eight uh, eighth grade, seventh grade, sitting at the bar. Turns out it's the band Britney Fox, uh, who was kind of like a, a cheap knockoff of Cinderella. Um, and they were like super cool. They signed a bunch of stuff for us. I didn't know who was who. So I'm like, I asked everybody to sign. I asked like ro- their roadies to sign stuff for me, whatever. Uh, so that was kind of cool. Um, and then I, you know, I didn't go to concerts for a long time after that. Concerts were expensive. I didn't have a whole lot of money. Um, so I didn't go to concerts for a long time after that until I got, uh, my first gig at the radio station. Uh, and you know, now it's a little easier to get to shows. My first, uh, big concert here was NSYNC their uh, final tour uh, at the uh, uh, the new, I think it was at the new Amway. Was it? Maybe it was. I don't No, No, I think it was at the old arena. I don't think it was at the Amway Center. I don't believe the Amway Center was built yet. Um, but it was their final tour. Um, and I went to that show as my first like promo show here when I worked in promotions before I was even on the air. Um, and that, that was pretty cool. It was great. I'd never seen them live before. I, I mean, I'm glad I got to see them before they kind of went on hiatus because it's like a whole new respect for, for what they do. Cause man, it's, it's a, it's a massive, massive stage show. Um, so that was cool. And then, you know, since then I've, I've been lucky enough to, ch- to check out all kinds of shows. Um, I got to see, uh, all of our Christmas shows that we put together at house of blues, which is awesome because usually, uh, those are things you wouldn't see, um, at other places. Like you wouldn't usually see, um, Fallout Boy at the House of Blues, but I got to see Fallout Boy at the House of Blues um, because I work here. So uh, it's it's a long way from Chill C and Gary G, and definitely from what my son saw first, which was Post Malone. Uh, so you know, hit me up uh, at the Brian Grimes on my social media, thebriangrimes.com. You can drop me a message. Let me know what was your first concert, like your first show, like your first concert memory, uh, and tell me about it. I'll read some of them on the next podcast. Uh, but as I leave you. Gonna leave you some of my man, Chill C and Gary G with the hit single Jungle Dame. Went to a party, met a fly dame. Now it's time for the Chill C game. Say hello, my dear, how do you do? You look pretty flying blue. 
The rhymes are so simple, I love it. I had a smile on my face. No joke. I can do this all day. I may have to pay Chelsea and Gary G some royalties for using this on my podcast. Uh, all right, so check out all my previous episodes of Talking to Myself uh, on the iHeartRadio app, Spotify, uh, uh, Apple uh, Podcasts, wherever you find your podcast. Make sure you check out at the Brian Grimes on all my social media and thebriangrimes.com. And how about some more Chelsea and Gary G as we roll out? You know, one of those jungle dames. She walked right up to me and said, how you doing? Grab my arm and then started pulling me in her direction. My main squeeze made a quick reaction. She got a dame by the hair to the ground. Then started beating her down. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.